Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the Nope Too Creepy podcast. This episode features one long... You know what? I can't lie to you beautiful, twisted people. This week's episode is the result of a major lack of planning on my end. At the risk of sounding like I'm making excuses, time has been scarce as of late. I've mentioned this on the YouTube channel before, but never directly on the podcast. I'm in the midst of creating an original board game. A game with a delicious horror flavor. That project has proved more intense than I imagined, and since I'm handling it alone, it's been taking its toll on me. And as a result, I realized this week that I'm fresh out of stories on my podcast schedule. I've already reached out to about a dozen authors on Reddit and obtained their permission to produce their work, so a lot of new spooks and thrills are on the way. But until I have time to sift through those, record them, edit them, etc., etc., I'll have to leave you with somewhat of a filler episode this week. For anyone who either came to the podcast over from the land of TikTok, or to any longtime listeners who have since followed me on TikTok, You've likely heard some or all of the urban legends I'm about to share. These were originally single videos in a multiple part series that is actually still in the process of growing over on TikTok. But since I've made it past the 50 official US states and included two bonus territories, I figured it's a good time to create one long mega episode that contains all of them. Without any further ado, Get ready to go on an adventure across the United States as I share with you haunted places in every U.S. state. Part 1. Alabama. Hell's Gate Bridge. The generally accepted story of Hell's Gate Bridge starts in the 1950s. A young couple driving over the bridge somehow drove their car off the bridge one night, and they both drowned. There are two legends associated with the bridge. One, that if you drive your car out in the middle of the bridge and turn off the lights, the couple will magically appear in your car and leave a wet spot on the seat. The other, which is how the bridge got its name, is the belief that if you drive over the bridge, and look over your shoulder halfway through. The scenery behind you turns into a portal to hell, engulfed in flames. To disencourage visitors, Hell's Gate Bridge is closed to cars, which is smart because the bridge is in such disrepair that even walking across it is strongly discouraged. Part 2. Alaska the Kushtaka of the Alaskan Triangle. Everyone knows the story of the Bermuda Triangle, but you might not know the story of the Alaskan Triangle. On average, five out of every 1,000 people go missing in Alaska, according to the Los Angeles Times. So even if there's nothing supernatural going on, it's easy to get lost in the Alaskan wilderness. The Tlingit tribe who live in Juneau have their own explanation for the high number of missing people. Evil spirits called the Kushtaka. The Kushtaka are shapeshifters, half man, half 
otter of all things, who lure women and children to the water with fake cries in order to steal their human spirits after they drown them. Now, if you ask me, these kushtaka sound similar to the skinwalkers, who are feared by the American natives in the southwest. Can there be any type of connection between the two creatures? Part 3. Arizona The Ghosts of Slaughterhouse Canyon The story of Slaughterhouse Canyon, sometimes also referred to as Luana's Canyon, but that's not as cool if you ask me, takes place during the Gold Rush. During the 1800s, there was a family who lived down in the canyon. They were very poor, so the father would venture out into the canyon so he can find food for his family. As you may have guessed, one day, the father did not return, so his family slowly starved and descended into madness. The mother, unable to bear listening to her children's cries anymore, put on her wedding dress murdered her children, and then threw them into a nearby river. The next day, she succumbed to starvation herself. The legend states that if you go down to Slaughterhouse Canyon at night, even now, you will hear the loud, anguished cries of the mother who lost her mind. Part 4. Arkansas The Boggy Creek Monster the Boggy Creek Monster of Falk is Arkansas's version of Sasquatch. He's commonly accepted to be around 7 or 8 feet tall and covered in hair. According to legend, he roams the creeks of rural Arkansas. He was first spotted in 1834 when people reported seeing a wild man. People still claim to spot the Boggy Creek Monster today, and he's been the subject of five feature-length movies, including 1972's The Legend of Boggy Creek. Part 5. California The Charman Now, I know hearing the word Charman may evoke positive and cute images of Little Red Pokemon, but this Charman's origin story is gruesome. A father and son were both caught in a house fire, and horribly burnt in 1948. After the fire, the son became so mentally unstable that he murdered his father. When the police found the son, he was so unrecognizably burnt they didn't realize he was actually alive, so he ran away before they were able to arrest him for the murder. The story goes that, ever since then, the Charman can be spotted wandering the woods surrounding Ojai occasionally approaching tents of innocent campers or pretending to be a hitchhiker and then attempting to attack or kill them. Part 6. Colorado The Many Legends of Riverdale Road Riverdale Road is the site of not one, but eight creepy stories. The creepiest story, though, is that of the Phantom Jogger. One day, there was a driver who hit a jogger, freaked out, and left him for dead. Now, it's said that if you park at the site of the crash, you'll hear disembodied footsteps getting closer and closer to your car. People have reported handprints on their windows and banging noises as if someone was kicking the outside. 
If anyone is interested in hearing the other legends of Riverdale Road, let me know in the comments. Part 7. Connecticut Hannah Crana Known as the Wicked Witch of Monroe, Hannah Crana gained a reputation as a witch in the 19th century when her husband died mysteriously by falling off of a cliff. According to local reports, this happened because Hannah put him under a spell and bewitched him. People also believed that she would cast spells on people that she didn't like. Hannah lived to the age of 77, but right before she died, she asked to be carried down to the cemetery in her coffin by foot, not wagon. After her death, the people of Monroe tried to wheel her coffin down the hill, but they were unable. The coffin kept falling off, so they were forced to carry it. After the funeral, the townspeople returned to her home, only to find it engulfed in flames, sealing Hannah's reputation of witchcraft. Today, you can actually visit her real grave in Trumbull, Connecticut. Part 8. Delaware The Ghost of Mr. Chu While not a particularly mean-spirited ghost, Samuel Chu's story is still… unsettling. Chu was the Chief Justice of the Delaware Supreme Court in 1741. As the story goes, when he was alive, he didn't always get the respect he deserved. People frequently made fun of his name by mimicking sneezes while he walked by. After his death, people reported seeing his ghost sitting under a popular tree, wandering the courthouse, and generally creeping out the residence of Dover. Chu was also known to pull on men's coattails and give women an icy, cold feeling. Honestly, well-deserved if you ask me. They should have left him alone and stopped bullying him. And now, he got the last laugh. <laughs> Chu. Part 9. Florida The Gravity-Defying Spook Hill The phenomenon that happens at Spook Hill is real. Cars that are parked in neutral will appear to roll uphill. Legend says that the hill is either the site of a Native American burial ground or an epic battle of a Native American chief against a crocodile. But the truth is actually that it's just an illusion created by the hill's surroundings. While the cars appear to be rolling uphill, they are still just rolling downhill. Now if you ask me, that sounds like a very lazy way to explain the phenomena. Perhaps there are some secrets there that the local government would like to keep hidden. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. Part 10. Georgia The Ghost Town of Lake Lanier At the bottom of Lake Lanier lies, almost, fully intact towns, ferries, a racetrack, and multiple cemeteries. The Georgia government, in its determination to create Lake Lanier, bought up the entire town in order to clear the space for the lake after they received congressional approval in 1946. However, they just decided to let the water cover up the town, rather than demolishing them. Lake Lanier has a decidedly eerie feel about it. There have been an unusual number of freak accidents and deaths on the lake, for example, in 2011, 
there were 17 deaths alone. Many of the people who drowned have been recovered. People have reported feeling arms and legs in the water, but none have been able to find them right after, leading people to believe that spirits still roam the lake. Part 11. Hawaii. The Night Marchers. Night Marchers, according to Hawaiian lore, are not exactly evil spirits, but they do demand respect. They are spirits of ancient Hawaiian warriors who march around the islands to protect sacred areas. Forgive my pronunciation in this next part, but places like the Nuwana Pali Lookout, Ka'aawa Valley, and the Kalihi Valley on Oahu are all rumored to be various sites of night marcher trails, and nighttime visitors are encouraged to be wary. Legend says that if you look directly at a night marcher, you will be marked for death. And if by some chance you find yourself in the middle of a procession, you are supposed to lie down in the middle of the road right away. Part 12. Idaho. The Water Babies of Massacre Rocks. Water babies are a Native American legend that are found in a couple of different places in America, but most famously in Pacateo at the Massacre Rocks State Park. The Shoshone tribe was first recorded in 1805 and were roaming the Great Plains as early as the 1500s, so it's not clear when this legend exactly originated. But the story goes that the Shoshone experienced an extreme famine and mothers were forced to drown their babies in the river rather than watch their children starve. Today, people claim that if you sit quietly at the river by Massacre Rocks, you'll hear the sounds of babies crying. Other stories say that these babies actually survived and grew gills and fins, and now they seek revenge on their mothers by luring unsuspecting victims to their deaths in the river. Part 13. Illinois. Cuba Road. Located in Barrington, Illinois, Cuba Road is one of the most notorious locations for thrill-seekers residing in Chicago's northwest suburbs. Ask any local about it, and they'll be sure to have a tale regarding its history and lore. Drivers have claimed to see gatherings of hooded men around the more isolated and farm-like areas of the road. These meetings all have been said to occur after passing the bridge and the tracks just past Northwest Highway. You'll know you have the right bridge after seeing the upside-down cross that has been painted on it. If that doesn't give it away, you'll notice there'll be a dramatic drop in the already scarce number of light sources and residences. Along Cuba Road resides the White Cemetery, with headstones dating back to the early 1820s. This area has been said to be a hotbed of paranormal activity. Another story that is often brought up but very rarely ever confirmed through alleged sightings is the disappearing house. The few who have claimed to witness the spectral structure say that the house and its owner, which is an elderly woman walking around with a lantern, will be seen from a distance but then quickly fade away into nothing as your vehicle approaches. But with all that said, the most well-known legend of Cuba Road is that of the ghost car. 
Origins of the Phantom Vehicle range from the driver being a victim of a train collision to a hearse that pulls out of White Cemetery and comes behind you. Regardless, after the ghost car is seen in the rear view, you'll notice it blaring its high beams in your direction. It will then speed up behind you, so fast you will fear a collision, and then proceed to tailgate your vehicle, before, poof, the car suddenly disappears. At least, that's what those say who got away. Who knows what will actually happen when it doesn't disappear. Part 14 Indiana The 100 Steps Cemetery The 100 Steps Cemetery is located in the town of Brazil, though the official address is actually disputed. While it's not clear when the stories about the cemetery being haunted began, there are gravestones that date back to the 1860s. The legend states that if someone finds themselves in the cemetery at midnight, they must climb the steps and count to 100. At this point, a ghost of an undertaker will appear and show the person a vision of their death. On the way back down, the visitor is supposed to count the steps again. If they count the same amount of steps, the vision was false. People who visited the cemetery in the past have tried to outsmart the supernatural forces in 100 steps by avoiding the steps altogether. They've reported being knocked out or shoved to the ground by an unseen force. And people, I just want to say on the record, this is the first time that one of these mention a ritual of some kind. And uh, I highly advise against doing any kind of ritual that involves the undead or spirits or anything like that. So, do what you're going to do, but don't say I didn't warn you. Part 15. Iowa. The Black Angel. The Black Angel stands over 8 feet tall in Oakland Cemetery in Iowa City, and she is black due to oxidation. Most likely because of her dark appearance, multiple legends have cropped up around her. One legend says that a pregnant woman should never walk under her, or she'll lose the child. Others say that if you touch or kiss the statue, you'll be dead within six months. Whether haunted, cursed, or completely harmless, the statue is definitely a somber sight to see. Part 16. Kansas. The Devil's Chair. The legend of the Devil's Chair goes like this. An old farmer in Alma, refused to sell his land to the city in order to build a new cemetery. Someone got a little too tired of waiting for him to sell, so he pushed him into his own well. Eventually, someone said that there was a terrible smell coming from the well, so the city sent someone to investigate. It was ruled that the well was empty, and it was boarded up. Now, if you make your way to Alma, you can actually sit on the boarded up well, but legend says that the people who have sat on the well have been known to mysteriously disappear. Part 17 Kentucky The Goatman of Pope Lick There's no clear consensus on how the Goatman came to be. Some say he was a circus performer. Others say he was a farmer who tortured his goats for Satan and in return was transformed into a hideous goat monster. However, everyone does agree on his appearance 
dark fur, pale skin, goat legs, and horns. The monster is set to hide under the bridge at Pope Lake Creek in Louisville to lure people onto the tracks, only to see them hit by oncoming trains. Sadly, this urban legend has had some dangerous consequences. In 2016, an Ohio woman fell to her death from the bridge while looking for the goat man. Well, the official story is that she fell. Some believe that she did successfully find the goat man and then was thrown off by him. Part 18. Louisiana. The Grunch. Grunch Road is an old dirt road that leads deep into the woods and eventually to a dead end. It was a favorite place for teenagers to go and do whatever teenagers do until they learned about the Grunch. The Grunch are rumored to be a group of deformed, half-human, half-monsters that resulted from years of isolation in the Louisiana bayous. In the present day, it's said that if you find yourself on Grunch Road, don't get out of your car if you see an animal that's injured and looks like it needs help. The stories say that the Grunch use animals such as goats to lure people out of their cars so they can eat them and drain their blood. Part 19. Maine. The mysterious stain on Colonel Jonathan Buck's tomb. The tomb of Colonel Jonathan Buck in Bucksport bears a mysterious leg-shaped stain. The story goes that Buck sentenced a woman to burn for witchcraft, and while she was burning, her leg rolled out of the fire. It's also been said that the witch cursed Buck's tomb to always bury stain for this injustice. It is said that people have tried to get rid of the stain twice, but it keeps reappearing. Part 20 Chessie, the Chesapeake Bay Monster Chessie sightings have been around since the 1930s, but really started to pick up steam in the 80s when photographic evidence became more readily available. Chessie is said to resemble a snake, measure around 30 feet long, and is approximately as thick as a telephone pole. Luckily, there haven't been any recorded attacks from Chessie, but a 30-foot-long snake doesn't sound like something most people would want to run into. Unless you're Ice Cube, am I right? <laughs> Part 21. Massachusetts. The Spirits of Hoosack Tunnel. In the 24-year-long construction of the Hoosack Tunnel in western Massachusetts, Approximately 200 men died. Death was so associated with the tunnel that it was actually nicknamed the Bloody Pit. After a particularly gruesome explosion in either 1867 or 1868, 13 miners were trapped inside the tunnel. The workers assumed that the miners had died, but eventually it was discovered that the miners had lived, built a raft to combat flooding and eventually died due to poisonous gas inhalation. It is said that these 13 miners haunt the tunnels, moaning and briefly appear as ghosts to anyone who dares to go inside. Part 22. Michigan The little girl 
on Knock Knock Road. This legend began back in the 1940s, when the story went around that a little girl was killed by a careless driver. Some say she was riding her bike in the street, others say she was walking home from school. And now, her ghost stalks drivers who come down that road, searching for the driver who killed her. To this day, those who are familiar with the story drive down Statsburg Road at all hours of the night, hoping the little girl will come tapping on their car window. Part 23. Minnesota. The Kensington Rune Stone. In 1898, a Swedish-American farmer found a gigantic slab of rock on his farm that had symbols that appeared to be Norse. And since then, no one has figured out where it came from. While official historians have debunked that the Vikings made an appearance in North America before Columbus did, the myth has still persisted. And if it wasn't the Vikings, who did leave this mysterious rock? And what does it say? Part 24. Mississippi. Deer Island's Haunted Treasure. The ghost of Deer Island originates from an old pirate story. The story says that back in the 1920s, two men were fishing on Deer Island when they heard rustling in the bushes, a noise they assumed was caused by wild hogs. Eventually, they decided to go check it out and encountered a headless skeleton. They ran back to their boat and the skeleton followed them all the way there. According to the pirate story, there was a ship that sailed into Biloxi Bay and buried their treasure on Deer Island. The crew decided to behead one of their own and left his body behind to guard their treasure. My toxic trait is thinking that I can easily take on a headless skeleton. That's probably how I'm going to die, and I'm okay with that. Part 25. Missouri. Zombie Road. The stories associated with Zombie Road outside of St. Louis are many. While the original name of the road was Lawler Ford Road, it started being referred to as Zombie Road in the 1950s. This is perhaps due to stories of a quote, zombie killer, a creepy guy who lived in a shack in the woods who would attack young lovers looking for a place to be alone. As the years passed, the chilling stories continued, including ghosts, vanishings, and strange noises. One of the most spine-tingling tales may be the frequently retold story about the ghost of a man who was hit by a train and now haunts the area. The chilling part about that one is that there's a true story in which the wife of a local judge named Della Hamilton McCullough was hit by a train and killed in 1876. Since there are no other records of anyone else being killed by a train in the area, it is widely believed that Mrs. McCullough may just be the famed ghost of Zombie Road. Part 26. Montana. The Story of Sacrifice Cliff. The story of Sacrifice Cliff comes from an old Native American legend. Two members of the Crow tribe arrived in their village from a trip 
to find that almost everyone there had been infected with smallpox and died. So heartbroken about the loss of their loved ones, the two decided to blindfold their horses and rode off of the cliff to join their tribe on the other side. Sacrifice Cliff is visible from almost anywhere in Billings, so it's sad and a bit spooky to think about the story while the cliff is looming over the entire city. Part 27. Nebraska The Poisoned Girl at Centennial Hall When locals are asked to choose the most haunted place in their state, Centennial Hall is a no-brainer. People claim that there are multiple ghosts roaming the halls. But the creepiest story of Centennial Hall originates in the 1940s, when it used to be a high school. The story states that a student was playing her clarinet, suffered a heart attack, and died. It was later discovered that her instrument was poisoned. Now, people claim to feel cold spots, hear disembodied music, and have witnessed an empty rocking chair start to move. Part 28 Nevada The Tunnels of Sand Hill Road Found between Charleston Boulevard and Sahara Avenue in Las Vegas, you will find Sand Hill Road. The eerie flood tunnels underneath Sand Hill Road can be truly terrifying, especially if you go at night. According to rumors, Visitors to the tunnels have heard mysterious voices, and some late-night explorers to the site have even reported having their cars getting chased down along the adjacent dirt road by the spirit of a crazy old woman who disappears suddenly as they depart the area in total fear. Some speculate it's one of the two restful spirits of a couple that were killed in a car crash long ago, but when you're talking about Vegas... Who knows, anything could have happened. Part 29 New Hampshire, The Witch of Hampton Eunice Goody Cole was the only woman in New Hampshire history to be tried for witchcraft multiple times. Her first charge was in 1656 and she was charged again in 1671. When she died and her body was recovered, the townspeople were rumored to have staked her through the heart to prevent her from haunting their town. People continue to blame Goody Cole for the various misfortunes of Hampton citizens for the past 300 years. For example, a boat full of Hampton residents overturned and everyone on board drowned, even though they were in swimming distance of shore. People blamed Goody Cole for the crash and for cursing the passengers by having them forget how to swim. Part 30 New Jersey The Jersey Devil The story of the Jersey Devil has been around since the 1700s. The legend states that a woman named Mother Leeds became pregnant with her 13th child and said, quote, Let this one be the devil. Once the child was born, it grew hooves, wings, horns, and a tail. It then went on to cause havoc in the house, killing several people before escaping. Now, the monster has been spotted periodically throughout history in the Pine Barrens region of New Jersey.
the state has embraced the legends, so much so that they named their hockey team after it. Part 31 New Mexico La Mala Hora La Mala Hora, which translates to the evil hour, is an entity that you don't want to run into on a dark road. Legend says that, at first, it appears as a ball of black energy, constantly moving and changing its size and shape. If you look at it, it will drive you insane and slowly kill you. At other times, it will appear as a scary-looking woman. It is said that, if you see her at the crossroads, you or someone in your family will die. Part 32 New York Hyde Hall Once the home of American author James Fenimore Cooper, Cooperstown is the self-proclaimed birthplace of baseball and the site of the National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum, which is also said to be haunted. You'll also find Hyde Hall, a historic national landmark and a New York State historic site. Built in the 1800s for a wealthy landowner named George Clark, the mansion is said to be haunted by Clark and several other spirits who make their presence known through footsteps, knocking, and sudden apparitions. The TV show Ghost Hunters even monitored the mansion's paranormal activity during a Halloween special. For those feeling brave, the site does offer daytime tours from May through October. Part 33 North Carolina the Beast of Bladenboro. In the 1950s, multiple dogs were found dead and drained of blood in the North Carolina town of Bladenboro. People believed that there was a vampiric beast in the woods and they tried to hunt the animal down. Today, the town of Bladenboro has embraced its history and its residents actually hold a beast fest every year. While some people are convinced the beast was probably a particularly large bobcat, it's never been confirmed exactly what was stalking their town. Part 34 North Dakota White Lady Lane The story of White Lady Lane is a tragic one. The legend states that a young woman became pregnant out of wedlock, and her religious parents forced her to marry the father. The baby ended up dying after their wedding. The girl, so upset about her baby and her forced marriage, hanged herself from a bridge in her wedding dress. Fast forward to today, and locals claim to still see her ghost hanging from the bridge. If you're feeling brave and want to try to find this bridge, you'll have to make your way to Walhalla, North Dakota. There you'll find a national forest that's called... Uh, forgive my pronunciation here, Tetralt Woods State Forest. So, keep an eye out for the bridge and the White Lady. Part 35 Ohio The Werewolf of Defiance During the summer of 1972, the people of Defiance, Ohio, claimed they were being terrorized by a werewolf of all things. The sightings always happened at night, generally near the train tracks. A couple of women said it even tried to get into their houses by rattling the doorknobs, 
The animal was said to be huge, hairy, and dressed in torn rags. Fortunately for the locals, after the summer ended, the beast mysteriously disappeared, never to be heard from again. But the story still lingers. Part 36. Oklahoma. The Mysterious Shaman's Portal. The mysterious occurrences in Beaver Dunes Park have been attributed to the fact that it was built upon an ancient Native American burial ground, which is why it's called the Shaman's Portal. It's also known as the Oklahoma Bermuda Triangle. Mysterious things have happened in the park, starting with the Spanish conquistadors, who went missing while searching for gold in the 1500s. Since then, paranormal activity seekers flocked to the dunes. A group in the 90s who tested the soil said the results came back abnormal. Some even claimed that a UFO crashed there, and that's the explanation of all the weird occurrences. Part 37 Oregon The Bandage Man of Cannon Beach The Bandage Man is an American version of a mummy. He is rumored to be the ghost of a logger who died in a sawmill accident. This ghost now allegedly terrorizes teenagers who hang out at a deserted area of a highway near Cannon Beach. Stories say that he knocks on car windows to try to get in and smells really, really bad. Part 38 Pennsylvania The Bus to Nowhere in Philadelphia, there's rumored to be a bus that does not have an end destination. The story says that the bus only picks up passengers that are at their lowest moments who need to get away from their problems. Once the passenger is ready to face the world, they can get off the bus. But the passenger has no idea how long they've been on the bus. It could be hours, days, or in some cases, even years. Part 39. Rhode Island. The Devil's Footprints. If you travel the forests of North Kingston, Rhode Island, you might just stumble upon this mysterious formation. There is a rock on Devil's Foot Road that appears to show a normal human footprint and a cloven hoof. The story goes that a Native American woman murdered a white man and fled the scene of the crime. While running, she was stopped by another man. She cried out for the devil to save her, when the man admitted that he himself was the devil, and stomped his feet on the ground to prove that he had a cloven hoof. Part 40 South Carolina The Death of Julia Laguerre in the 1800s, the Laguerres were a well-to-do South Carolina family that had homes on the mainland and on Adistu Island. The daughter, Julia, got sick, was pronounced dead, and was buried inside their family mausoleum. Years later, another member of the Laguerre family died, and when their tomb was opened, the remains of Julia were found outside of her coffin. The story says that Julia had been in a coma and had woken up, trying to escape her tomb, but sadly died in the process. After the first reopening of the Laguerre Mausoleum, 
the door can't seem to stay shut. The Laguerres tried multiple different doors, and every single time, the door was found open. People believe that the ghost of Julia did not want to be locked in that tomb any longer. Part 41 South Dakota Walking Sam and the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation Purportedly over 7 feet tall and very slim, Walking Sam is said to appear on the streets of the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation at night and he tries to convince teenagers to take their own lives. Whether or not Sam is real, something tragic is going on at the reservation. From December 2014 to May 2015, there were 103 cases of people trying to self-delete at Pine Ridge. The area is home to the Aglola Lakota, a subtribe of the Sioux Native Americans. Of these 103 attempts, 9 people between the ages of 12 and 24 have died. One reservation minister, named Chris Carey, described the presence of a, quote, tall man spirit to the New York Times, who is, quote, appearing to these kids and telling them to kill themselves. Part 42. Tennessee. The Boy in the Bathroom at Pine Haven School. The Pine Haven School, located in Jamestown, is old and abandoned and is said to be haunted. A tragic story supposedly took place there, where a boy was cornered by a group of bullies in the bathroom and shoved into a mirror, which shattered and killed him. To avoid getting caught committing murder, the bullies decided to bury the body underneath the floorboards. Today, people say that if you go inside the school and look into any mirror, you will see the reflection of the boy staring back at you. Part 43 Texas The Candy Lady In the early 1900s, children in the rural town of Terrell, Texas, just east of Dallas, started to go missing. The residents blamed it on the Candy Lady. The story says that she would go around, leaving candy on children's windows, and eventually she'd lure kids out with notes attached, promising more candy. The story picked up steam when a farmer allegedly found rotten teeth on his farm and later found the body of a boy with his pockets stuffed with candy. Many speculate that the candy lady was real and her name was Clara Crane. Clara Crane was accused of poisoning her husband back in 1895. How? Well, she gave him some caramels that were laced with some form of poison which ended up killing him. A few years before she allegedly killed her husband, the Crane's five-year-old daughter died. Clara blamed her husband for the passing of their daughter, which is why many believe she killed him. Clara was placed in the North Texas Lunatic Asylum, now known as the Terrell State Hospital. While she was in the asylum, Clara made a doll out of torn bedsheets. She named the doll Marcy, the same name as her deceased daughter. Part 44 Utah The Curse of the Escalante Petrified Forest While it is illegal to take anything from the Escalante Petrified Forest State Park, there is a legend that says that anyone who takes a piece of the petrified wood from the park will be cursed with bad luck 
sickness, and accidents. Park manager Kendall Farnsworth stated in 2014 that he gets about a dozen packages every year containing a piece of wood from the park and an apologetic letter detailing the sender's misfortune. The people are convinced that the legendary curse has affected them and their families. People tell stories about horrible traffic accidents, house fires, loss of jobs, serious illnesses, and even death. If you find yourself in this forest, be sure to leave the petrified wood where it lies. If you end up taking some home, maybe you won't get cursed, but you'll still be a dick. Respect nature, people. Part 45. Vermont. The University of Vermont. The University of Vermont, better known as UVM, is not only the largest higher education institution in Vermont, it has more haunted buildings than anywhere else in the state. UVM has bought many former homes in the city and turned them into campus buildings. One such building is the Counseling Center, and people have reported seeing the ghost of Captain John Nab, the house's former owner. Nab causes havoc by knocking over buckets and slamming doors and windows. The nearby public relations building was once owned by John E. Booth, and some believe that he makes banging sounds around the building and speaks when no one else is around. One of the most haunted buildings on campus is the Bittersweet House. Multiple people have reported seeing full-body apparitions there, and the ghost is believed to be Margaret Smith, who lived a solitary life in the house after becoming widowed at a young age, until her death in the building at 1961. Some have seen, in detail, a woman with neat hair and a long dress. People have claimed to see a blurry version of the woman. Perhaps one of the most tragic stories on campus is the residence hall, Converse. In 1920, a young medical student named Henry committed self-deletion there. Students have experienced lost items and unexplained movements of doors and windows. Part 46 Virginia, the Bunny Man. The legend of the Bunny Man starts with what every good urban legend should start with, an insane asylum. The people of Clifton, Virginia were so up in arms about the asylum that they were able to get all of the patients transferred. The patients were being moved on a bus that ended up crashing, and the police were able to catch all of the patients, except one, the Bunny Man. According to the tale, the bunny man lived in the woods and kept himself alive by feeding on woodland creatures, for example, bunnies, but eventually he began attacking humans. Some people reported being attacked by a man with a hatchet. Other tales say that groups of teens would see a bright light and then would wind up dead and strung up over the bridge. If you're feeling brave, you can actually find the, quote, Bunny Man Bridge in Fairfax Station, Virginia. But just keep in mind that all of these incidents were alleged to take place in the 1970s. Assuming the Bunny Man was at a young age when he got out, there's a very strong chance he's still out there, lurking, waiting for someone foolish enough to show up. Part 47. Washington. Northern State Mental Hospital In the early 1900s, Washington's two state asylums 
were starting to get a bit overcrowded. In response, the state had the North State Mental Hospital built to ease the strain on the system. Located in Cedro Woolley, Washington, the hospital quickly became the most crowded hospital in Washington State, with over 2,000 patients by the end of the 1950s. Although it was touted as one of the, quote, good mental institutions, where the patients were treated with relative kindness, doctors at the asylum were known to perform horrifying experiments, including lobotomies and electroshock therapy. Many of the patients were heavily drugged during their stay at Northern State. The worst part of the asylum, though? Most of the patients weren't actually mentally ill, but people who were just down on their luck and suffering from common ailments such as depression, postmenopausal syndrome, or alcoholism. With so much death, suffering, and high strangeness going back over a century, it's difficult to imagine that the facility would not be home to some paranormal activity. Those who visit the now vacant buildings of the asylum have reported some strange occurrences. Cold spots, feelings of being watched, and disembodied voices are all common. Some have even seen strange shadows darting around the graveyard. The most encountered spirit is that of a young girl with a red ball, and a man that chases after her. They've been seen running through the maze-like halls of the old hospital, though some have seen the girl standing in the graveyard as well. Part 48 West Virginia Mothman in 1966, stories say that West Virginia was visited by an insectoid flying creature with bright red eyes who resembled both a moth and a man. He was spotted flying around the town of Point Pleasant, along with mysterious shining lights and the legendary Men in Black. Mothman's origins have been claimed as supernatural, alien, or the result of government experiments gone wrong, but Point Pleasant has embraced the monster. They've erected a statue, created a museum, and even dedicated a festival to him. In 2002, a film starring Richard Gere called The Mothman Prophecies was released. Part 49. Wisconsin. Boy Scout Lane. Boy Scout Lane is an isolated road located in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. A number of ghost stories and urban legends have become associated with the road, including the fictional deaths of a troop of Boy Scouts. The area has been the subject of several paranormal investigations and has become a popular spot for youths hoping to experience a paranormal event. The land surrounding Boy Scout Lane is now privately owned and is off-limits to the general public. According to local urban legend, the road is named for a troop of Boy Scouts who were killed while on a camping trip in the 1950s or 60s. In some variations of the story, the murderer is the troop's scoutmaster. In others, it is their bus driver. And in other versions of the legend, a small group of scouts leave their camp during the night and accidentally drop their lantern, resulting in a forest fire that kills the entire group of them. Stories circulated in the area include visitors reporting a strong sense of foreboding or, quote, being watched, the sound of footsteps, 
or breaking branches coming from multiple directions. Red and white lights, sometimes described as resembling swinging lanterns or flashlight beams. Ghostly buses or figures. And childlike handprints on cars that stop or drive through the area. Part 50. Wyoming. Wyoming Frontier Prison. Located in Rollins, Wyoming, the Wyoming Frontier Prison has the reputation of being one of the toughest prisons in the Wild West. Opened in 1901, it housed some of the most violent inmates, featured a dungeon, botched executions, and was known for rampant violence. Now a museum, employees and visitors alike have reported ghostly encounters. There have been apparitions spotted in the cell blocks and reports of malevolent spirits in the dungeon who threaten visitors. The prison is so notorious that it was featured on an episode of Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures, and ghost hunters have captured orbs on camera. For those of you feeling adventurous, the museum does offer haunted Halloween night tours, but uh, I'm good. I, I, I'm going to stay right here. Yeah. Part 51. Washington, D.C. The Octagon House. This building has served many functions over the years. It was the home of presidents and vice presidents. For example, after the White House burned down, James and Dolly Madison stayed here while the downtown quarter was rebuilt. It served as a tenement following the absence of well-to-do owners and was once a school for young girls after a cloister of nuns took over. It was unattended, but not completely derelict, before it was purchased by the American Institute of Architects in the early 20th century. Through all that history, it is rumored to still be haunted by its original inhabitants, Colonel John Taylor, the patriarch of a noted Virginia family that made their money as planters, as well as two of his daughters. Both of the girls died just before or after eloping with men that their father disapproved of by plunging down the house's remarkable stairwell. Staff and visitors to the house now say they can hear a woman's shriek towards nightfall, and later residents, as well as some of the visitors of the Madisons, reported seeing a woman's body crumpled at the foot of the stairs. The Octagon House may not be one of the most recognized landmarks in Washington, D.C., but the house is definitely a place worthy of its reputation, especially if you're into the spookier things in life. This stunning house is layered with history and spirits that can't seem to free themselves, so they haunt a time that is not their own, causing fear and shock over the years. If you find yourself in Washington, D.C. and you're interested in checking the place out, the museum still holds tours on a regular basis. Part 52. Puerto Rico. El Candado Vanderbilt Hotel. Right off the bat, I want to say I'm sorry for any mispronunciations I'm probably going to make in this video. Let's move on. Located in San Juan and built in 1919, the luxurious Candado Vanderbilt Hotel was built by the Vanderbilt family 
designating the beginning of high-end tourism in Puerto Rico. The hauntings of El Candado have been hidden from the general public, but known widely to the locals. You see, the workforce that serves the hotel are the ones who have witnessed everything and say that they do not take place near the general guest areas. Near the service elevator on the sixth floor, there seems to be a core of activity. The staff know to avoid the area if they're working a night shift. People have said that as soon as you step onto the floor, you instantly begin to feel a sense of sadness and evil blended together. Those who have experienced this blame it on the hauntings of the Lady in White, not to be confused with the White Lady featured in the North Dakota video. This is a different one, no relation. It is said that this particular spirit was a relative of one of the DuPont Plana fire victims. According to the legend, this lady in white was so distraught over the death of her relative that she chose to throw herself down the shaft of the service elevator at the Condado Vanderbilt Hotel. The staff would also claim to see her apparition in the rooms that they were servicing or see her walking down the hallways. She is also known for showing her presence by sending the aroma of her perfume in the various spaces that she occupies. Thank you for joining me in this episode of the Nope Too Creepy Podcast. No author in the show notes this week, just some sources to reference if you're interested. Other than that, you can always check out the link to the official Nope Too Creepy TikTok page where you can find some fresh, bite-sized content throughout the week. The next episode will return things back to normal, and I hope by then I'll also have some more news on the board game that I brought up in the intro. If you're here, and you're still listening, then it's safe to assume you're a fan of all things creepy, and if you're also a fan of tabletop board games, then I think this one will be right up your alley. Stay tuned, dear listener. Until next time, this is your host, Dan David, reminding you all to stay safe out there. I'll be seeing you in the next episode. Nope.